Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Grab a sheet mask, settle in. It's going to be a bumping ride with fat mascara right now. Mm. First up, we're going to talk about out of this world beauty trend that Jess and I have been seeing. Um, I'm Jen, by the way, if I didn't say that. I'm Jess. Then, age old question Are you a bar or a liquid woman or man? So we're going to get in the shower and talk about that. Not literally. We're still in the studio. <laughs> and last up, keratin hair products. There's a big new company doing keratin hair products, and we learned a lot about it. So we want to talk about keratin, what it can do for your hair. And then we have a major guest. Who is it, Jess? Mage, Alicia Yoon, CEO and founder of Peach and Lily, KVD Authority. go more than two months without talking about Queen Pat and what she's up to. Am I right? She likes to be called Mother. Mother Pat. I speak of Pat McGrath. Um, I actually haven't seen her new products, but you have, and they are very on trend. What's going on? They're called Dark Star. Okay. That's a new collection. Dark Star. Not to be confused with Death Star. Totally different thing. Exactly. So yeah, I went to the event the other day. Um, They are a bunch of shadows in, you know, the kind of like half an orb shape, like a little, you know, rounded shadow palette. Yeah. Black, gray, silver. I like this one, like beautiful brown. It's like a very rich brown. And then you stick this like kind of heliscopic, I don't want to say slime, but like gel over it to give it like a special effect if you want. Ah. And then you can, you know, you buy the kits, the blue, the black, et cetera, et cetera. It was really cool, very dreamy. She used it at Anna Sui. But I was like sitting there and I was thinking, 
feel like I've seen, Pat, I know you're the originator. I know you do it first, but this is very untrend. I'm seeing a lot of this kind of like spacey, intergalactic, holographic. Yeah, this take a magic ride somewhere kind of beauty stuff. Me too. Lots of makeup products with those kind of crazy rainbow holographic shimmers. Mm -hmm. We'll call it celestial beauty. Celestial beauty. Out of this world beauty. beauty. But I would posit that this is just, yes, I just said posit, an extension of that whole unicorn trend. Mm -hmm. A little bit more sophisticated than it. Yes, but I don't even get why that got the name unicorn. There were all those rainbow highlighters, pastel shimmer, kind of holographic as well. And everybody was calling it unicorn. Is it just because it's like one of a kind? Why was it called unicorn? I think it's because, you know, it's like that, that fantasy palette. It's, you think about anything, any kind of unicorn accessory that you had as a child, or if you if if you have a unicorn, picture a unicorn. Is it green? Is it black? No, no it's, it's white and shimmery with rainbow. Exactly. Tail. So it's this kind of iridescent, like you know, fantasy yeah. trip. And then on the extension of that was mermaid, which has been you know a more recent thing. Mm-hmm. So I think Pat is onto something by like getting ahead of it with this like dark star because it's it's dreamy, but it's a little a little naughty, a little goth. Right. Um, Goes along with those Urban Decay Moon Dust. Oh, right. I forgot about shadows. Moon Dust. And then there's a new brand from Sephora. Didn't you go to the um, the, the launch? It's called Stellar. Was that kind of? Yes. The name, had, uh, yeah, it did have a whole star story that I cannot remember now. Thanks for putting me on the spot. Lovely brand, by the way. <laughs> but also like Haloscope from Glossier, mm-hmm. their highlighter has like a starry-eyed kind of... <gasps> Starry-eyed. Star- See what I did there? Starry-eyed. Yeah. Is and there anything else that's this like was, coming out that well, you've seen? Well, it was seen? not a brand, but this look, it was my, one of my favorite looks from Fashion Week. This was at Isimiyaki, and um, we can certainly post this on our Instagram. James um, Pe- Pesis. I can always say, never say his last name. Pecus. I've never Pesis. said it out loud, actually. Just, just cute James. Cute mm-hmm. James. Um, his look for Isimiyaki. The hair. Was, the hair was kind of like really smooth and one section of it was painted to look like the northern lights oh cool and my boss gorgeous erin mary claire just got back from korea and said hair stamps are big there like doing makeup like holographic makeup oh my god that's so cool which is kind of what that picture looks like to me like really Hmm. like aurora borealis just very ethereal and dreamy you know it's 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 on trend it is i think i can get into this for spring Mm-hmm. Celestial beauty. Well, look, yeah, look at my nails. I did a little celestial moment here too. So hot, so hot, so cold, so northern lights, so out of this Two, world. Three. Splish splash. I was taking a bath. Jen, I had this like really spirited conversation that I was not ready for the other day at work. Tell me. So we were talking about like putting a cleanser in the magazine, and. Somebody got all like hyped up about how they hate bar soap and like no, we should put the 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 body wash in and it just became you know in the end it wasn't about like what should ultimately go in it was like a fun conversation but it was like a debate body body wash versus bar soap oh my god it's like the toilet paper debate do you roll yes. it under or over like you know your yes. way is right for sure I'm I'm pretty fluid I prefer a bar. I really prefer a bar, but I'm not going to like scream in the shower if, you know, I ha- I'm forced to use a shower gel. What, what, what about you? 
I, I'm a bar girl myself, but I remember when the body washes first came out and I was like all on board. Oh, I had to have one. And then I wanted Bath and Body Works because it was like three for eight dollars, country apple and whatever else. And that was like so cool to have a body wash. And I don't remember what magazine I read it in. Something about those loofahs mm-hmm. and like how gross they can get. Mm-hmm. And that made me switch back to what I grew up on, which I still use, which is the Dove Bar. The Dove Beauty Bar. But oh then I God. have, but some people say, ooh, how can you use the Dove Bar. Okay, here's an example. You go stay over someone's house. Whenever someone stays at my house, I always give them a fresh Dove Bar. A freshie. How much is it? A dollar? Here's a fresh one. Always give them a freshie. Half of my friends are like, why are you giving me a fresh one? There's already a bar of soap in the shower. But they're like, but I'm like, that's one's used. And then they're like, well, it's soap. No, but just a nice luxurious touch. Wait, wait, it, a, it oh, wait a second. Oh, no, you actually think that there's something like unclean about letting them well, I don't, use your Well, I don't want to. Uh, listen, I live with someone really hairy. Sometimes there's remnants of hair left on it. Like oh, nobody okay. wants to pick up a bar from an unknown source and start washing with it. True, it's soap. So it's clean anyway. It cleans itself. But sometimes there's like a pube on it or something. Okay. Okay. Fair point. I give people a fresh bar because I think it just like, you know, it's like a nice touch. Right. But I don't think that there's like, it's a self-cleaning thing. If you really like, if they really want to be like, um, like prison, like about it, I guess they could like shave a little bit off. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Why is that something people do in prison? I don't know. I guess they're not really so worried about like germs. I just picture like a prisoner. Like, you're going like, to like whittle a weapon out of soap? <laughs> yeah, because I just had this image of like, like, I don't know, someone just taking know, like a, you. you know what I mean? I think you can make a bong I'm out just, of soap. I'm like just a, picturing like, their hands. Weed or like, something. you know. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure. Okay, all the more reason to get on board with the bars. Look at all these things you can do with them. Um, But here's the other thing. I don't think that one is superior to the other. I think, let's be real, soap, like S-O-A-P, hardcore soap, you can still buy it, but it's not like, I don't think most of our listeners are are using that. I think we're talking about the beautiful Dove Beauty Bar, a, a Caress, yeah. an Olay. These are not things with sodium tallowit, which is the old school drying, changes your pH, strips your skin mm-hmm. soap, sort of like Lava Bar or like... Ivory actually is a, is a soap soap. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people love that. It's yeah. a classic. But those can strip your skin. And then if you use like a one of the liquid body washes, those are, you know, they're not stripping. Like for, I'm speaking in huge generalities mm-hmm. here. But I think you'll be okay. I really think it's a matter of, pr- of preference. I did go to the Dove Science Fair the other day, and we did this really cool experiment. We put like Dove soap on like a little... I don't know, like a little strip. You they, mean Dove bo- Beauty Bar? Oh, oh my God. They're actually like, I, please, I'm sorry, Dove lawyers, so, but, don't come after yeah, me. So, or the fact yeah. checkers. It is technically not soap. It is okay. not soap. So what was the experiment? Um, basically, they showed you how like other cleansers will strip the oils yeah. from like the, a surface yeah. and the Dove Beauty Bar won't. So I love the Dove Beauty Bar. I actually didn't know you were such a fan too. Oh, yeah. It's cool. really good. The green and it's one. Really the green one. Are you like the green tea yeah. one? Or no, Cool Moisture. But I'll say this in conclusion about soap. Mm-hmm. If you wash and you feel squeaky, that is a sign that you like stripped a bunch of sebum. Mm. Like you, you either or you put down some other stuff you don't want to put down. So like yeah. your skin shouldn't feel technically different when you get out of washing yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. That's, that's my ending point there. Just feel, you should just feel soft and lovely. Mm-hmm. Like Bubbles. A, like a little baby wrapped in a towel. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, you know I don't often get obsessed with hair products, 
Never. I know, it's just not an exciting area of our world for me. So have you heard of Virtue, this new hairline? I've heard of it, but I haven't tried it yet. Okay, so I got to try it. I've tried it. I am so obsessed with it. I went to my colorist, sat in her chair, and she said, did you go for color before you saw me? And I said, no, I haven't been to you in, you know, four weeks like usual, whatever. You go every four weeks? Oh my God, girl, I have to go every two weeks. I even (gasps) touch up my roots in between. Anyway. full-time job. That's another segment. This one's about virtue because she said, your hair looks amazing. And I told her I've been using this. I am so into this shampoo and conditioner. It's really good. It feels slippery and delicious in the shower. It also Mm. foams up. Two things that would normally tell you foam up that you're drying your hair, slippery that you're coating with silicone. Yeah. Yet you're doing neither because you come out, your hair's all slippery, but you still get the super full blowout. So of course I dug into the science. What's going on here? (laughs) What? It's true. (laughs) Keratin. You've heard of keratin in, in beauty products, right? I have. So I've always thought like, okay, keratin is a protein. Often it's hydrolyzed keratin. They throw it in a mask. And like, it doesn't go into your hair strand and rebuild protein. It just sort of acts like a smoother. It'll lay on top. But it sounds good because your hair is made of keratin, so you think it's working, right? Yeah. So for years and years, companies have been putting in products. This is the first company, their biotech company, that they got their keratin from human hair. So they have extracted it from bulk hair that they buy so that when you are using their products, you're not just wrapping in like the smoothing thing. You actually are sort of like redensifying your hair with the keratin. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? I wonder where they get all this bulk hair. I think the same place you would get hair extensions. But this begs the question, where does all that other keratin come from? Hmm. Have you ever, no, have you ever wondered about that? No. But you've heard of keratin hair products, yeah, right? I have, I yeah, like, yeah. Um, so I did not know this, but... Proteins are really, you can't engineer a protein like you do like a silicone molecule. You have to extract it from like a vegetable or animal source, the keratin. Yeah, yeah. So that car- most keratin in the old school keratin products comes from, you're not going to like this, hooves, mm-hmm. beaks, collagen of the animals. That's how they get it. They boil it down and extract the keratin. I don't like that at all. I know. So if you're a vegan I or vegetarian, would, you should look into, if you use keratin hair products, you should look I'm into I'm curious, like at what stage do they do, like, do they like, are they pals with the slaughterhouses and like- And buy up like, remnants? I don't know. Yeah, like I want, like what industry is this? Like, is there like a middleman who goes to the slaughterhouses? I don't expect you to know these answers. I'm no, just but, curious, like- But isn't that the case with all like- Animal byproducts, they try and use everything. They want to make money. I will say this, though. There are some that come from vegetables. You could still get, like, certain proteins out of wheat or, like, you know how they always say, oh, it has cashmere silk proteins. Yes. It's not hydrolyzed keratin, but, like, that's from silk. Oh, wait, silk's an animal, too. Yeah, silkworm. Anyway, all I'm saying is Virtue's really good. Their keratin comes from hair that is not attached Mm -hmm. to a human, and it's been extracted. And if you are concerned... That's a good story. I would like to read more about that. Yeah, like if you're concerned about um, animal welfare and animal rights, you might want to steer clear of keratin products. Moral of the story, Jess, you need to try this shampoo. I'll try it. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. 
Ritual's Highest Hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line. And after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey Love Love.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on alanmoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. 
Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. We are so excited to have Alicia Yoon here. For any K-beauty fans, like it doesn't get bigger than this. You are the CEO and the founder of Peach and Lily, which is basically the last word in K-beauty. Alicia. And the first word. Thank you so much for coming, Alicia. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm a huge fan of your podcast, so it's very, very exciting. Thanks. I need to know, when did K-beauty become so big. I feel like We suddenly, don't even have to say it means Korean beauty. People just if you, know. Yeah, I feel like if you listen to the podcast and you don't know what K-beauty is, that's okay. No shame. But Korean <laughs> beauty. Mm-hmm. I feel like I started seeing like masks and like jelly textures like a few years ago. But was that when it happened? Like when was the whole explosion? So I think it was definitely one of those things where there's a tipping point. But I think it started back in 2011 when Sephora started first carrying the BB cream from Dr. Jart, Mm. and there were starting to be murmurings of Korean beauty. So I would read all these blogs and find it really interesting that people knew or were starting to know about Korean beauty. Um, And then I would say around 2012, when I decided to start Peach and Lily, um, I mean, it was still very nascent and it was definitely under the radar. And it was interesting because I would say starting, so 2012 was a year of a lot of education. 2013, I think really big beauty junkies, ones who dig up, like go down rabbit holes and dig up all these random blogs or not even big blogs. Those are the people who started knowing more about Korean beauty. Um, And and I would say 2014 is when I started to really see Korean beauty, become a main topic for media outlets as well as become a category for retailers. Um, And so I think I would say 2014 was a really big tipping point. Okay, that's a nice little timeline you've made us. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, But what about K-beauty is actually so amazing? I think there's a lot of different things about it. One is that Korean beauty products reflect the Korean beauty culture. And what is that? So the Korean beauty culture, it's all about having very healthy and radiant skin that you can't really fake overnight. So you have to get there by caring for your skin over a longer term. And you're really respecting your skin and treating it um, as though you're caring for your own health. You know, it's really seen as a... um, self-care approach versus, you know, this is just my appearance and let's fix this overnight. And so a lot of the products are um, potent, but also gently formulated. They don't really promise to deliver instant lasting results, but more about if you do this consistently, if you find a personalized routine that works for you and you're really approaching skincare from a healthy skin perspective, over time, you're going to see that your skin really transforms from the inside out, but also 
you know, it's very lasting results. So that translucency, you're really going to be able to maintain that and mm -hmm. see that like in your 50s and 60s. But right. is this a formulation? Like how, what from a formulation perspective makes it different? Because you could say that, you know, brands like, I'm just th picking these out of nowhere, but like, you know, Estee Lauder or... Um, why can't I think of a single other skincare brand right Neutrogena. now? Neutrogena. Neutrogena, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, they would say the same thing as like, you know, Use we're about healthy skin mm -hmm. every day. Like, you know, they're not promising necessarily quick fixes. So what, from a technological standpoint, makes K-Beauty different? So or is it is it not different? I think it's very different. Um, because the industry in Korea is so competitive. Mm -hmm. So basically... Five years ago, there were 1,200 Korean beauty brands. Today, there are almost 10,000. What? So that's exponential growth. And the growth is there because the demand is there. And not just in Korea, but in you know Korea's neighbor, China. It's a huge market for Korean beauty products and now also the U.S. and just globally. And so what ends up happening is the question really is, why is the Korean beauty industry so competitive? And why do Korean beauty brands... Why do they need to over-deliver on so many different aspects about a beauty product, whether that be amazing packaging, really convenient and innovative application for, you know, even an eyeliner, the way that you apply it, the applicator itself, to formulations. They all need to drive results. Mm -hmm. The formulas, there can't be any um, gimmicks where it's like, oh, it's super cool, but then it doesn't really work. Um, the value needs to be there. The textures need to be delightful. The scents need to be on point. There needs to be something that makes it stand out in shelves. Like all of that needs to be there for Korean beauty brands to even survive that hyper competitive market. And the reason it's so competitive is because it is seen as such an integral part of your lifestyle for Koreans. It's not this afterthought. You know, when I'm three, my mom's teaching me how to brush my teeth and to put on moisturizer. It's 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 a part wow. of life. Um, but also, because of that, these consumers in Korea are the most demanding, you know, often people think even globally. So a lot of beauty brands go and test there because if mm -hmm. Korean beauty consumers are like, I give this green light, usually in other markets, it's going to be pretty successful. Um, and it's, it, they demand a lot because beauty ideals are so closely linked to having really healthy skin. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to get there unless you have amazing products. And so, a, you know, I, there's this dermatologist in Korea who, when I talked to him, he's a celebrity dermatologist. And he was like, oh, I have to move to the States or something because I can't, you know, my customers, my clients, I just can't handle them anymore. They'll walk in with absolutely flawless skin and they'll say, I know my skin is amazing, but it's not as transparent as it was five years ago. So I need oh you to God. help me see those results, but without any irritation. And Do you he has think to this deliver. is a little bit of like dysmorphia? Um, I don't think so. I don't think that it's, well, I think there's a spectrum. I definitely think that with any culture, there is definitely, if you go a little too extreme, mm -hmm. there could be this obsession with like perfection and, you know, just getting to this level of like, it's unhealthy the way you approach it. But I think in general, it's not so much that the translucency is like a vanity thing. Oh, I just have to look amazing. But it's this understanding that you can see sun damage below the layers before it even appears. So, you know, I remember when I was younger and my mom was in her 30s, she would be like, oh, I 
just haven't, I don't feel like my skin is that healthy right now. I can see the sun damage. I'm like, where? But, you know, it's really that transparency when that's gone. It's, you start, when you do those exams, the skin imaging device, you do see the sun damage underneath. Yeah. Right. And that does translate to a less translucent skin tone. Um, what would happen so, to me there? I mean, I have a lot of freckles. <laughs> it's not about freckles. Yeah. <laughs> freckles are fine. It's definitely more about your skin at its healthiest. Okay. Jeez. But for sure, I do think that, you know, as in any culture, there is definitely like that extreme. You take it too far mm-hmm. and it definitely becomes, you know, a very unhealthy approach. But I would say for the most part, it's not really about that. So it's a really hyper-competitive market, and they are it's the Korean companies and the Korean labs are so good at doing so many things, skincare probably being first and foremost. But when you go to Korea on sourcing trips for Peach and Lily and everything, is there something that you think they don't do well that other companies elsewhere in the world do well? I think color has come a long way recently, but for a long time, it was hard actually to source really good color brands. Because the pigmentation was something that a lot of manufacturers also will say were not as good. And now they've come a long way. They've been investing in trying to get that right. So, for example, you'll see this like beautiful eyeshadow palette. And you and it's like this rich pigmented purple, it mm-hmm. seems. Then you swipe it on your skin and it's like this very washed out purple. So like that, the color payoff was not there for a while. Yeah, and that's something that um, well, the American, the American brands like NYX and Urban Decay and yeah. all that, like they know how to do that. I yeah. guess. Can yeah. You, for our listeners who aren't familiar with Peach and Lily, can you explain what that is? Yeah. So Peach and Lily. So we're a retailer and distributor, and now a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so we on our website peachandlily.com will sell, you know a bunch of Korean beauty brands that we've brought over to the U.S. because we thought it was very innovative, high quality. You know, we fell in love with the brand and we have a whole criteria list for that. And then um, we also will want to partner with really big retail channels here to make sure that we can take these products and, you know, distribute it to them so that more people can access it in the channels that they like shopping. You just did something um, with Barney's, right? Yeah, so we just did this mask bar with Barney's and curated um, some really next level sheet masks for Barney's. Um, next level sheet. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny if it said that like Barney's. I'm daydreaming now. Yeah. It's kind of Barney's. So, yes, yeah, so you have these mask bars and you also sell, like, you've also like, dealt with Urban Outfitters too, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. we distribute to Sephora, to all QVC, the big guys. Oh, my God. Target. Um, we have our shop and shop. Um, in Macy's in two locations um, to Urban Outfitters, Anthropology, Space NK. What has done so well for Peach and Lily? Like, What is your best-selling product or category? So we don't have a best-selling, I guess by number of units of things that sell, definitely masks, just, you know, the, but they're lower The sheet masks or just items. masks in general? I would say masks in general, but sheet masks mainly because we have more of them on our site. So it's a little bit mm-hmm. not as apples to apples, but I think any mask, whether it's a sheet mask or a different kind of mask that's under a certain price point, those just fly off shelves because it's a very gateway and easy way. <laughs> What's your gateway mask? Give us a My skew. gateway mask is, I mean, I'm very biased, but the <laughs> Peach and Lily Good Skin Day mask 
is just my... Is that a sheet mask or a... It's a sheet mask. Okay. Yeah. What's in it? That's so fab. So it basically, we call them super skin ingredients. So there's all these natural ingredients when combined together will give you like a extra good skin day. So chubby cheeks, reset button, oh good my skin God, day. Chubby cheeks. There's They're a mask so called cute. chubby cheeks. Chubby cheeks. It's our mask that will instantly that's live a, plump and brighten. That's a good name. I don't know why I like And so that. everything from like ginseng, soybean, avocado, centella asiatica, snail secretion filtrate. There's like a dozen plus of these super skin ingredients we combined um, in each of these sheet masks. It took us... I thought it was going to take maybe, I don't know, like a third of the time, but it took me 18 months to formulate these three sheet masks um, and over 500 test formulas because we asked our consumers, like, what do you want in your dream sheet mask? And they had, you know, thousands of people responded mm-hmm. with like really detailed. We sent out a survey that was very detailed and I was thinking like, oh, two people will answer this. It's so <laughs> yeah. And it was like thousands. So it took me a month just to even analyze the consistent themes that were popping up. And they were things like, no, like no alcohol, no synthetic fragrances, um, no stickiness after use. I want it oh, to yeah. absorb Ugh. in. Yeah. Instant radiance. But I want to wake up and then still look even more amazing. I want like a ton I of really good ingredients. <laughs> yeah. It was like and everyone's like and then Shopping I don't want cheeks. it to be like that expensive. So I actually took a base formula. Uh, well, so I approached the top sheet mask manufacturers in Korea for our sheet mask, and they were all like, we can't make this because this is like not off the shelf. It'll cost like $3,000. Yeah, and also like, what is this dream list that you're bringing me? Yeah. Here's like the formulas we have. So I actually started formulating in my own kitchen. I was like, okay, I I can try this without alcohol. And if I use a drop of essential oil, it's not going to be that greasy, even even if I don't have alcohol in it. Um, And then I took it to a couple smaller labs. And I said, I kind of came up with this base but I need your patience here because I need to understand like when I add in these other active ingredients or like these natural ingredients, how will that, you know, interact with the base formula? Is this going to work? And they were super amazing to work with. I mean, we went back and forth so many times, but by the end of the 18 months, you know, we were incredibly happy with delivering on every point that, you know, we wanted in there. And within a week after launch, it all sold out. I was completely shocked that's awesome um so yeah those we call it the dream sheet mask collection because it's you know created co-created with um our consumers and getting all this feedback from your consumers and obviously being direct to consumers so you get numbers right away have you been able to pick out over the last couple of years themes of what makes something popular in the united states because i know when i visited korea i was like that i don't know some of them like i'm like that's not going to fly in the states i'm sure you do the same thing what does work here and why why do you think that is so one big theme i've noticed is there has to be if there's something new or unfamiliar or innovative there has to be like one thing that's emphasized it can't have like bird poop and snail secretions yeah and then like a water jelly texture and then like this like mm-hmm. if it's too much it's like way too much to process even if in reality It does have a few new things. We found it most effective when the brand and for us too can really hone in on one key thing that is compelling and different and just innovative. Um, So with innovation, we found, you know, keep it simple, but, you know, make it very crystal clear what that thing is. Mm -hmm. After some time, you can definitely bring in, you know, some other things. But there are also just, you know, we have a wide audience. So we definitely, if you want to know all of 
what's new and interesting about it. We definitely do provide that information. Like if you search for it, it's there. And in the product page, it's there. But in terms of like marketing it and how to explain it, we it's do like, focus this on... This is a jelly texture. That's the cool thing. Exactly. It has a great ingredient, but it's about the jelly texture. Exactly. Or whatever it might be. You know, you always hear at least, you know, in beauty circles, like, oh, you know, in Korea, everyone has this 10-step, like, you know, at bare minimum skincare routine. Is that really true, or is this just, like, a thing, like, a, like an urban myth? Um, I think that, on average, there are definitely more steps in the average Korean person's skincare routine in Korea. 10? I think that... So it varies. Some people could have four and some people could have 20. <gasps> but I think that... How long are they standing in front of their things? Do they have a job? <laughs> like, you what's know, the most you've heard? Take... Like, how long at night a woman would spend on her skincare? I would say maybe half an hour. That's a lot of time. Yeah, that's a lot of time. Half an hour. I, I would say 15 minutes, okay. Yeah. I mean, I use well over 12 Every day, but I have eczema. I have sensitive skin. I am prone to sagging. My skin is dehydrated. Prone to sagging? Your skin does not look... I just want to say on the record, Alicia Yoon does not have saggy skin. She has beautiful, taut skin. Wait, you bring up a very good point I wanted to ask you about, though. You said you have sensitive skin. We've often talked about how, like, if you do have sensitive skin, sometimes you want to pare back and use fewer products. So how are you making it work with 12 products? Yeah, so... People with sensitive skin, you definitely want to be very careful with essential oils. Um, like natural is not always better. Yeah. Um, you definitely want to be careful with the active. So a lot of like acids and so forth. Like definitely I can only pick one. Um, and I actually don't use a lot of retinol-based products or even vitamin C. So I'm what are these really, 12 really products? So <laughs> because I have sensitive skin, the two things I have to work on a lot is hydration as well as my skin barrier, keeping that really strong mm -hmm. and doing things that help kind of um, create like a healthier skin environment overall. So I want to make sure. So what I'll do is I'll definitely like triple cleanse, um, which is a thing in Korea, too. So because I have sensitive skin, I do not ever want to be tugging or, you know, I have just like I've struggled lifelong with eczema and it's just, you know, something I have to deal with. And so if I don't hydrate my skin head to toe really, really well, I will turn into like an alligator overnight. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, and I have just, I just have flare-ups. The so body too, body skin too. Head to toe, yeah. And so when I was going to, um, growing up in Korea, we have this family facialist, which is not like you have to be, it's not like a super exclusive thing. You, you, you can choose to go to like a skin clinic and get like a membership Maybe you have like a pass of 10, you know, it's like going to the gym mm -hmm. or your family can have like a facialist that you all share. And it's a, it's a facialist. It's not a dermatologist. It's a facialist. She's a facialist. Yeah. And I, the fa I just have to like paint the picture for myself and our listeners. Like, is it like you go in and there's like a spa type environment or like this is not like most American families. Like if I say, oh, I have a facial, it's like, oh, la di da. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like a facial definitely seems like a luxury here. It's not a luxury over there? Not really. So our family facialist, she, we go to her, like her clinic, but it's actually just in an apartment building. So it's a one-bedroom apartment building. The outside has like a little shower thing she's installed and like some places to lounge around and she'll like, you know, chat it up. She has like all these like books. She's like a very, very like 
skin nerd type facialist you know i also always thought she was like 10 years older than me but then i realized as i get older she always cons- consistently looks like the same know, age that's the funny. same age and i found out she's actually older than my mom and i was like what but you know then the inside she just has like three beds um and she it just she has all of her equipment there it's just you know you would never be able to find her place unless you know her mm-hmm. um and so we as a family you know my mom has eight siblings and you know, when my grandmother was still alive, like the whole, all the women in the family, mm-hmm. sometimes my mom will take my dad there, but usually the women are like much more gung-ho about seeing her regularly. They'll all pool in and actually, I don't really know their arrangement, but I know that it's kind of like this shared thing. This auntie goes, then this auntie, yeah. then Alicia. And I'll like, I'll, it, it's usually kind of social. So I'll usually go with my mom and my grandmother, or I'll go with my aunt or me and my sister will go. Um, and then you don't pick ahead of time what facial you're going to get. She tells you what you need. And sometimes I'm out of there in 10 minutes and other times it's like two hours. And is this something that people of, of all, like across all socioeconomic groups have like they have a family facialist no i would say that um you can choose how you want to get your facial so you can also just go to like a skin maintenance clinic down the street from you and Mm -hmm. it's like you know 30 bucks for a session um and she's our family facialist i she's not that much more expensive Mm -hmm. um but you know of course like i would say like if you are really living in like really really struggling to make ends meet you probably wouldn't be going and getting right. facials but for the most part it would be the equivalent of like going to like a haircut um, getting your nails done for ten dollars or something exactly maybe a little bit pricier but kind of yeah. you wouldn't go as frequently or it's it's yeah it's like getting your nails done or like belonging to a gym you know wow. you just go That's to the really gym interesting. okay before we let you leave though what's next there was like sleeping snail. There was sheet masks. Like, what are you seeing the last time you were in Korea that you want to bring to the States? Definitely a lot of spas and dermatology clinics are now starting to go retail. There's one derm product, and it's not even a brand. It's like they have one SKU that I'm really excited about, which I've seen different kind of um, versions of that here too. But basically, it's a simple hyaluronic acid serum, but they use, you know, a very interesting blend of short chain and long chain hyaluronic acid serums, which again, I've seen a few here, but when I tested theirs, um, they don't even call it a serum. They call it like a serum veil because when you put it on, what, what it feels like is all the stuff is being absorbed into your skin. It's like a invisible, lightweight, clear serum. But then all of a sudden you feel this veil that's formed on your skin. So it's almost like when I tested it, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. When I use like three layers of this, I don't really feel the need to use a moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Thank <laughs> you so much for coming on Fat Thank Mask. Thank you for yeah. Alicia, thank you so much. You know what it's time for? What is it time for? Raise a what? It gets worse every time. I know. Um, okay. Last week was our Reza Wan Desert Island. What is this week? A regular old Reza Wan. What regular, do you got? Regular. Regular. Well, mine's like, you know, it's kind of it's kind of regular. It's but it's about an organization. I was just like really touched by this. Oh what? Um this Orlando-based company called Clean the World. Yeah. It's been like collecting used hotel soap 
And I know that sounds gross. I know we're, t- we're just talking about soap. We just had the conversation about soap. Wait, like like the weird little remnants of soap like, yeah, you leave behind sliver. in the hotel? Okay, so, okay, listen. Th- think of the sliver. It never really gets down to a sliver because you're there for like two seconds. Like, I mean, unless you're like really like, you know, luxing it up. But they change the soap all the time. So think about like, think about if you go to a hotel, you use the soap like once or twice and then you leave it there. It just like goes in the, the, the trash. Yeah. But this company. What are they doing? Is taking the, so- the used hotel soap. They melt it down and then they make new soap. Like, so it's not all like gross. It's not like, oh, like, you know, pube soap. To send it to impoverished company, impoverished countries. So they give it to like NGOs, like the Red Cross, and I'm like sh- there's got to be some sort of purification or like yes, no, de- it's, it's not just like they're melting it down and they're like you know yard. They're making it into fresh new soap because think about but what else is I but they make sure that it's a yes, clean no, soap. this is a legit company okay, and they're taking it and they're making it to like legit clean soap because think about all of the people that are dying from like disease. lack of hygiene. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. dying from like, so even if they get a stray that, pube in there, it's fine. Cause now they can wash their hands. I really think the pubes are, are being washed away. I really do. I'm I, sure they are. I'm sure that they are. That's a, that's a very cool concept. It's such a noble thing. And then also just like as an FYI, I thought this was really cool. Hmm. I put, um, on our Instagram when I was in Paris and I was like, who else is hoarding their like, you know, hotel toiletries. Mm-hmm. And then lovely Ellen McGuire are one of our friends of the podcast she was like, um, she works for, she is like, you know, the a big dog at Carla Auto. She was like, I and my team, we like collect all of our like, you know, because they travel a lot and like being glam, they collect their toiletries and then they give them to Bowery Mission, which is like an amazing nonprofit here in, you know, New York. So what that's what I've been doing. I've been like saving all the little toiletries. I do that too. My mom a, does that too. I Like, hello, like... I think that's such a great idea. Remind me before your raise one ends, the name of the soap company? The name of... Just in case anybody wants to check it out and support yes, their yes, um, yes. mission. Clean the world. Raise a wand to clean the world. Clean the world. Then let's get even more serious, shall we? And raise a wand to a blush. I always remember, this was another highlight of my year, by the way, when you once said, like, always more is better with blush. Like you can't really overdo it. And I feel like I'm always scared to put blush on. (laughs) And then every time I do put it on, people are like, you look so great. So um, this is Flower Beauty. Sold at Walmart, Drew Barrymore's line. And they have these new Flower Pots powder blushes. Have you seen those? It's got a like cool, like rose, like imprinted on it. Looks super high end and luxe. It's only eight bucks. Oh my God, only $8. Which is, and this little pan has lasted me. They just, like I've had mine for a little bit longer than the regular person since I got it early. And you've been using it a lot. I have been. My shade is Sweet Pea. I know the people at NARS are not going to like this, but it is like a less shimmery orgasm. (gasps) It's like a cool and warm peach and pink together. And it looks amazing. And I can load it on for eight bucks. Like it's going to last me forever. And flower pots, powder blush, raise a wand. Nice. Yep. That's all. We mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode. So I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at Fat Mascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys.
Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.